When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This is an Inspired Fire podcast. My name is Chris and I'm your host. And today we'll be talking all about financial independence, how to calculate your FI number, and what you need to know to get there faster. So what is financial independence? Financial independence is the concept of having enough money to live off of uh, so that your investments are really doing all the work. You don't have to work. Essentially, you're making work optional, and um, that's why I, I like financial independence retire eligible because you don't have to quit working, but you can if you'd like. So financial independence can mean a variety of things for people. Uh, it can mean designing your lifestyle the way you want. It can mean, uh, so that means working part-time. Uh, it can mean completely quitting, uh, working as needed. Um, maybe you want to start your own business or you have a passion for a project that you've been meaning to start. Um, that is what financial independence allows you to do. It allows you to uh, quit your job and pursue the passion. And you don't have to worry about um, paying your bills or the money because you have that taken care of. Um, so again, it doesn't mean that you never work again. It doesn't mean that you have to retire. It just gives you the option or retirement eligible. So that's where a lot of people get caught up in the RE or retire early part. I know that um, a lot of critics like to say, well, I don't want to retire uh, early. And I get it. I don't know a lot of people in the FIRE community who have actually completely retired so I think that that part shouldn't be looked at. It's just a great acronym, FIRE. But in reality, financial independence retire eligible or FI, financial independence alone, would probably be a better acronym to describe uh, what the majority of the FIRE community uh, believes in. So a lot of uh, the FIRE community members have retired at amazing ages. I mean, if you look around at some of the websites, some of the podcasts, we hear uh, some people retiring as early as in their 20s or 30s. And um, that can be a, amazing, uh, but a bit discouraging to others. So, you know, these people have done an amazing job at uh, designing their life and, and starting early. But in reality, it's never too too late. Um, so even if you're in your 30s now or 40s or 50s and you want to start designing your life um, to retire a bit earlier, uh, then I think this podcast is for you. And I'm going to be sharing so much useful information about how you can um, take shortcuts, design your life in a way to 
optimize your finances so you don't have to worry about um, not only just reaching a traditional retirement with a healthy nest egg, but you won't have to worry about uh, the retiring early part because you'll know that at whatever age you designed your life to, to get to uh, retirement, you'll make it. Okay, so that could be 50, 55, it could be 30, 40, whatever you choose. You can go as fast or as slow as you like. All right, so now that we know what financial independence is all about, the next question you might have is how to achieve financial independence. And there's a ton of ways to achieve financial independence. Um, the way I'm doing it personally is a strategy that I like to call the FIT strategy. It stands for frugality, increased income, and total stock market investments. So that's just what fits me personally. I think that I've kind of embraced frugality very easily. And I've also been lucky enough to have a above average salary. And um, investing in the stock market comes easy to me. And I like the passiveness of it. But other people might enjoy real estate more. Uh, that's one aspect that I wanted to get into. But I just quite, I haven't quite been able to wrap my head around it. And, um, you know, I've tried to look into the resources like Bigger Pockets and uh, read a little bit more books on it. Um, and that's something that I have to challenge myself in the future to get better at. I, I know that. But for now, real estate is not some uh, a direction that I'm headed. And that's okay. I can still achieve financial independence. Um, so that's what uh, makes this great is that it's personal to you. Whichever way you want to reach financial independence is okay. And you can do it, for example, by starting a business, a real estate. You can also do it by investing in the stock market. Um, so those are just three ways. There are multiple ways that we are going to dive into. And the guests that I'm going to bring on to the show in the future are going to go into it as well to teach you guys uh, which ways they're doing it and uh, show you that there's so many options to it. Um, so just a little bit about the fit uh, fire strategy that I have. I wrote a whole article on it. I encourage you guys to read it. And uh, I think for me, it's the best way. First and foremost, the F. The F stands for frugality. So embracing frugality means spending less, needing less to be happier. And um, it's very similar to minimalism. Uh, so can money buy happiness? I think that's the question that we all ask ourselves. I think that it can, but not in the way that we think. So you can't, in my opinion, you can't buy happiness with material goods. Uh, you can definitely feel comfortable and buy temporary happiness. But over time, that happiness kind of gets back to where it normally would. So more money doesn't always equal more happiness. Uh, but the way money can buy happiness, and I got this from Mike and Maggie over at a different podcast that I love. It's a new podcast called uh, Friends on Fire. Sorry about that, Mike and Maggie. Friends on Fire. They're a fantastic podcast. I recommend you guys check them out as well. They had me on as a guest, and they said 
money can buy happiness in the way that if you have enough in the bank, it buys you freedom. And that I agree with completely. So, you know, lifestyle creep is real. And the more money you have, that lifestyle creep, uh, you know, begins to creep up. And you just become used to the money. And then there's more problems to be had after. So, um, anyways, that's what I think. So, frugality is a good starting point. Getting that expense, uh, your expenses down uh, will increase your chances as well as expedite your path to financial independence. So a great place to start uh, in terms of kind of building a frugality mindset is Mr. Money Mustache. He kind of whips everybody into shape and um, tells you, you know, you got to be, you got to increase your badassity. That's how he calls it. So I completely agree, and if you want to check him out, uh, I encourage it. He uh, gives you a punch in the face if you're being too much of a wuss. So that's his style. It's worked for him, and it hit home for me as well. So check him out. Uh, And he's he's very frugal, but he's real as well. And um, I know frugality can be a... A touchy subject because frugality means different things for everybody. Um, there is a extreme retirement, or a, what is it? Early retirement extreme, I believe it's called. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely fix that if it's not. But basically, he, he is uh, very frugal, very extreme. I think he lived on an annual annual expenses of seven thousand. Um, that's something that can be at first a bit discouraging. So I would say start off with Mr. Money Mustache. Keep an open mind and read a lot of what he's got to say. Uh, There's a reason why he's the gateway for a lot of people into financial independence. So the next one is the I. The I stands for increase your income. And there's two parts of the equation. There's the expense part, And then there's the salary or income part. And they both are very important. The more you can bring your expenses down, the larger the gap is between your expenses and your income, which means more money to invest. Same thing goes for income. The difference is frugality, there is a limit to how much you can bring that down. And um, it's easier, so I do recommend starting with it because in a matter of an hour or so, you can probably go to Home Depot, change your light bulbs in the house to LED, and find yourself a savings uh, on your electric bill for the future. So that doesn't take much work. It just takes a quick investment and uh, you know, getting up there and changing your light bulbs. Um, So that's a great place to start. And you can do a lot of things like that. I'm definitely going to be going over all the strategies. I've lowered my light bill by, I think, 50%. It's been going up and down recently, but it is significantly lower than when we started the journey. And um, so that's frugality. But increasing your income, there's an unlimited potential to this. You can increase it by 50%. You can double your income. You can quadruple your income. So this is why this part 
of the fit fire strategy is extremely important. Um, you can also struggle with this part as well because uh, I would say from myself, for example, this part isn't easy. You need to learn new skills. It takes time. You need to earn a promotion. And some that that, that could be hard, but it could really expedite your journey. So like I said, I, I struggle with this part myself. Uh, I'm a pharmacist and I make good money, uh, above average, I would say. And you know, I also have a lot of stress at my job. So to make more money, it's an easy, easy, simple step. Just go up the career ladder. And what go- follows with that is more stress. And uh, that's something that knowing that I'm on the fire path and I want to reach financial independence uh, within seven to eight years, I didn't want to put myself in a position where I am constantly stressed for a little bit more money. I'd rather enjoy the path knowing that seven to eight years is going to be my exit strategy. And I just want to be as stress-free as possible during those seven to eight years. Uh, But on the flip side, I've also noticed that I am shooting myself in the foot when it comes to my career because people notice i'm i'm doing my best when i'm at the job i am very determined i'm i'm uh, motivated to do a good job i want to do it for not only the company but my patients and um still be a great pharmacist so management sees this the company sees this and they want to promote me they want to make me a manager uh which comes with uh, a pay raise But like I said, it comes with a lot more stress and I've been really turning that down over the last few years and I've run out of ways to say no. Um, And as we all know in the career or corporate world, saying no to a promotion is is difficult. I think you can be seen as someone who doesn't want to grow with the company. You can be uh, red flagged or, you know, made a note of, hey, next time we know what his point of view is he uh he doesn't want to challenge himself or learn and that's sort of true but not really i don't want to i don't want to add on the stress and it's not worth it to me um i want to challenge myself in other ways and that's why i'm doing this podcast i'm putting myself out there and um that's why i have the website as well i'm putting my thoughts i'm challenging challenging myself in a different way how to make a podcast where i can impact people in uh in in a in a fantastic way financially and how can i put that as well into the internet where people will find it and uh, i can make a difference so that's my challenge that's what i would like to do with my life Um, but managers and the corporate world don't see it that way so it's tough and you just have to see what's right for you balancing the increasing your income versus trying also to live a stress-free life So we'll see how it goes, and I will definitely keep you posted as time goes on. Uh, For right now, I think it's the right decision for me, Um, but again, I'd have to keep you posted on that. So uh, learning how to pivot your skills into something that makes you more money, um, also not creating that much more stress, would be a great tool to use to expedite your journey to financial independence. 
and we're going to discuss a lot more about this as well in future episodes but the mindset is very important and being willing and able to learn applying these new skills to earn more money is going to be a very important topic as well so lastly the t in the fit fire strategy is the total stock market and i am going to be honest i crowdsourced this last part from nick over at fire the family uh, Nick has a great podcast and website himself, and I've been a guest on his show as well. And that's kind of where I found his best method for financial independence, B-E-S-T. And so I kind of piggybacked off of that idea. I made a fit fire strategy because his best method, although it's fantastic, and I think you have to check that out as well, it works uh, great for budgeting uh, people, budgeting mentalities i don't necessarily budget i just track my expenses i've tried to budget before in the past and uh it just didn't work for me it was it was difficult i know there's budgeting apps but for me i go ahead and just automate everything i go ahead and automate my mortgage payment my student loan payment my investments to vanguard I automate my savings, my transfers to my savings accounts, and whatever's left over is what I know I have to work with. So that's my budgeting. It's all automated. It makes things easier for me. So I figured I should make my own strategy, and uh, budgeting just wasn't in there for me. But his is budgeting, emergency fund, saving, and investing in the total stock market. So check it out. It really is a great resource. So getting back to uh, the total stock market, the way to uh, do this really is just invest in regular contributions of, and this is my opinion, so I do have to give a disclaimer here real quick. This is my opinion. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just a random person podcasting. All right. So Now, my opinion is the best way to do this, and the FIRE community is also on board as well, is to just invest regularly in index funds. Uh, Low-cost, low-fee index funds, something where you're not paying a commission every single time you want to buy it, is uh, great. And And a FIRE community favorite is VTSAX. It's a Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund. You could also choose the VTI, which is the uh, equivalent exchange-traded fund. Super low fees and great coverage. It has a basket of the best uh, companies in the United States and in the world. And as long as you invest in these funds regularly, whether the stock market is going up, or the stock market is crashing, you just continue to invest. Every single month or every single two weeks, you go ahead and put what you can. And that's what you should do from the very beginning. So you shouldn't really wait until you've mastered frugality or you've increased your income to start this last part. That's a big one. You should start this as soon as possible while you're working on frugality, while you're doing the increasing of your income, And that gap between the two as it grows will just help you invest more and will help you reach financial independence faster. 
We're going to take a quick break and after we're going to get into calculating your fire number. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, I highly recommend starting with Anchor. It's completely free. They give you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add music from Spotify to your podcast right away. The other thing that they do that's really convenient is they distribute your podcast for you to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, so everybody can hear you right away. Um, I really recommend starting with Anchor, and if you want to do the same, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the show. So... The next part is calculating your fire number. And this one, I'm going to just break it down and give you a formula. It's fairly simple. Uh, the formula is to multiply your annual expenses by 25. And that is your fire number or phi number. And that's why it's so important to know your annual expenses by either budgeting or tracking it. Since I don't budget, I like to track it using personal capital. I think it's a great resource. All you have to do really is upload your accounts onto the app or the dashboard. Uh, so banking accounts and your credit cards, everything. And it goes ahead and tracks everything for you and puts it into a category as well. So give it some time. And after a few months, you can look back and review and uh, you can even project it out for the entire year, and that's the way you get your annual expense. So fire number, again, equals annual expense times 25. So that's fairly simple. Uh, I do encourage you, though, to download the free fire calculator that I have on my site. There's a ton of free fire calculators out there, but mine is, in my opinion, unique in the sense that it makes things so easy. Everything is a is plugged in. The equations are already in there. So all you really have to do is know your annual expense and uh, go ahead and put in your contributions to the accounts that you're contributing to. So if you're contributing uh, 19000 a year or 15000 a year to 401k, if you're doing uh, $6,000 towards your Roth, you would go ahead and just put that in it gives you the option to put in how much you currently have plus how much you're contributing. That way it gives you a better idea, especially if you're not starting at the beginning of financial independence. You might be uh, year two, you've done a few things, or year five, you've been financially prudent, and so therefore you have some savings already or investments already. So that's what my fire calculator does that I believe others just lack is that it will calculate your fire number but it will also and it will give you a fire or financial independence date and it'll also give you the balances account balances that you'll have at that financial independence date so that is crucial because we all know that there's so many rules that comes with the 401k withdrawals or 457 withdrawals, uh, Roth and uh, HSA withdrawals. So 
it's very important. Let's say that you have $40,000 uh, in annual, annual expenses and you quickly calculate your FIRE number and you get a million dollars. So that's useful information. Then you can go ahead and start plugging in your current contributions, how much you've already saved, your savings rate, and uh, you know, based off of let's say a six, seven, eight, uh, whatever percentage year-by-year uh, year growth that you want, then you can go ahead and project when you'll reach your million dollars. So that part is is great, and uh, it's very important. It gives you a timeline of what to expect. But uh, what you don't have is your account balances in each account. And I think that's crucial because your million dollars is going to be broken up between your 401k, your HSA, your Roth, or traditional IRAs, and then your taxable accounts. So you want to know how much is in each account. That way you can do some tax planning. And that's going to save you a lot of money because if you can pay zero to ten percent you can be within that range of uh, of uh, effective withdrawal or effective tax rate I mean then you're going to be saving a lot more than if you get to financial independence unprepared uh, without making any tweaks at all and then you realize well now I have to start uh, withdrawing and um, this is going to impact me negatively on my taxes um, so for 401ks, as we know, your withdrawals are taxed at regular income, as regular income. So it might be beneficial, same thing with the 457 or 403b. So it might be beneficial for you to withdraw from your 401k or your 457 um, at a certain, up to a certain point. And then the rest you can take from your taxable. Uh, it could also be beneficial for you to uh, do some Roth conversions. And I also have a Roth conversion ladder as a resource on my website, which I think is another crucial tool. So paying less expense, less taxes or fewer taxes on your way to financial independence and then on your way uh, out or once you're at financial independence can make the process a lot easier and just expedite uh, your process. So why have the government make more money from your retirement accounts and, and have you work more in order to pay for those taxes when you can just strategize a little bit better? And that's why I think my financial independence calculator, FIRE calculator, is one of the better ones out there because it just gives you everything that you need to know, how much is in each account balance, and you can go ahead and strategize from there. Strategize with the uh, Roth conversion ladder. I highly recommend it. I plan on using that when I get to financial independence. So, uh, And then again, lastly, it avoids you from uh, taking any penalties as well. Nobody wants to pay a 10% penalty on a withdrawal that they shouldn't have made. Um, so having that information crucial go ahead and check it out it's on my website it's available for free all you have to do is go on there log on click and download so the next step is kind of strategizing what's the best way to calculate that financial independence once you have it so if you don't have it go ahead and go to my website inspiredafire.com and go to the resources 
and uh, check it out. Just download or even on the home page. Scroll down a little bit, you'll find the fire calculator and go ahead and download, download that now. Once you have it, you can go ahead and start calculating your financial independence number. And uh, the best way to do it, in my opinion, is to budget. If you've already budgeted, you know your annual expenses already. Great. If you don't, you can start budgeting with Mint, for example. It's an app that helps you budget. And uh, then if you just want to track your expenses, you can track it with personal capital. So I think you should go ahead and do that. And uh, once you know your annual expenses, you can calculate your financial independence number by plugging that in to my calculator. And it gives you the, uh, the number or just multiplying it by 25. So now that we've got all those results, we want to confirm with a post-retirement calculator to just get a confirmation of will this last me really for 30, 40, 50 years. And uh, this is where I think using the 4% withdrawal strategy or you can use a 3% withdrawal strategy. Uh, if you don't know what that is, we're going to get into it uh, more in another uh, show. But basically, it is a withdrawal strategy where you take 4%. That's what's used most. 4% of your portfolio every year and that's adjusted for annual inflation. So 4% of a million dollars would be $40,000. So that's why you can take $40,000 a year from your million dollar portfolio every year adjusted for inflation. And there was a study done by uh, some very smart people. It's uh, called the Trinity study. Sorry that you know, I don't know a little bit more, but that's why I'm going to have some very smart people come in and break it down for you because I cannot, I can't keep up with everything. But anyways, the Trinity stat study is, uh, is the study that confirmed that the 4% withdrawal strategy is, is a safe or pretty safe. I mean, uh, it depends on what you consider to be safe. So that's why I prefer you to check out the post-retirement calculator and that post-retirement calculator is on my website as well. It's uh, it's a SIM fire calculator or C-Fire calculator. And again, you have to go to my website, check it out. I don't have the URL, but I'll post it in the show notes. Um, so actually, that way you don't have to go to my website. Just check out the show notes. And um, yeah, so that will show you how long your portfolio should last based off of the uh, values that you've put in, how old you are, how long you want it to last, uh, what your tax rate is expected to be, as well as um, your asset allocation. And it's going to tell you that you have, let's say, a 95% chance that after 30, 40 years, your portfolio will still have money in it. So that's going to give you a better sense if this is a good strategy for me or if I need to kind of up it to maybe a 3.5% withdrawal rate, um, how comfortable do you feel? You can add in Social Security benefits and uh, additional income that you might expect later on as well. So definitely check that out. That's the way to confirm that your FIRE strategy is, uh, is going to work. So 
that's what I think is the best way to calculate your financial independence number and uh, your financial independence journey. If you enjoyed the show and you want to help me out, you can subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you will be entered into future giveaways and contests that I'll be doing. And to do this, all you need to do is, again, leave a review and take a screenshot. Send that screenshot to questions at inspiretofire.com. Again, leave a review, take a screenshot, send that to questions at inspiretofire.com, and you will be entered into the future giveaways and contests that I'll be doing. So thank you very much for listening. Have a great day.